good. So today, um, well, I'll tell you now. Let's let's first begin at the beginning. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, Marissa and I we went to um, Itosha because she's never been there before. Um, she's from South Africa. For the people that they didn't know, she knows the the the, uh, um, the B one. Ventuk and then Okahanya, Karabep, Isakos, Swakop, and back. That's all she knows about Namibia. So I took her to um, Itosha a few weeks ago, and there we saw some lions. Um, it was her first time, I think, um, when you actually saw real ones that close, because the wall, like two, three. Um, meters away from um, and that really stressed her out a little bit because you know why there's there's just something about a lion when he st stands up and you know, walks around with his mame is that the word mame it's a big word for Afrikaans people um, he when he he walks around he demands attention like you can see that this guy he in, um, he demands authority. And that's what I want to talk about today, is go fetch your lion. Go fetch your lion. So that is, go, go get your spiritual authority back. Go and fetch your lion. So, what does it mean, the word authority? Authority. Um, in, in the New Testament, the, 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 the Greek word is, um, and I hope I say this right, is exousia. Exousia. It's, it, it, it means that it's a, a lawful, a rightful power to act or to possess. It is the reality of power rightfully possessed. Possessed. So it is. It is all about. It's a. It's a legal thing that you have a right over something. That's what it means, and ultimately all um, authority falls under the Lord, the God. So that's why, as believers as well, it is important for us to actually submit under that because why it is. It is um, something that is instated by God. So it is actually our, um, it's like a spiritual service to submit under to, 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 to uh, 16 verse 13 to 20. Okay. And it says the, the following. When Jesus came into the, the region of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said to him, um, So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He's to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, 
You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosened in heaven. Then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one. Okay, was keep that up, verse 16 again. So he asked his disciples, who do you think I am? Because why? Like he wanted to check their hearts. He wanted to see if they, if they truly believe that he is the Christ, that he is the Messiah. It's, it's not just a, a thing they think about or heard and wondered about. He wanted them as believers to truly know and understand that he is the Christ. So he wasn't um, interested to, to, to hear about what the, 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 the people really say. It, it, it's more that he was interested in their hearts. Like what comes from the heart. So he wanted to know, do you guys know as believers that I am the Son of God, I am the Messiah? Verse 16 again, it says, Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. So because he recognized the Lord, and he knew from within his heart he is God, he is the Messiah. What happened from that? Jesus called him blessed. They called him blessed because he knew in his heart who he was. And also what, what's, what, um, what's interesting from that is, as soon as Jesus vowed to recognize the keys to the kingdom of heaven. As soon as he recognized who Jesus was. So there's three things that we can pick up from this, I think between verse um, 16 and 17. Number one is that the revelation of Jesus um, that when we know who he is, that's, that's the rock. Like he is the rock on which the church will be built. So we need to know who he is because he is the one on which everything is built. Number two is the, the, the gates of Hades will not stop this from happening. It will not stop. Like we, we sometimes hear um, in the, 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 the world that your um, Christianity has declined. If you look around you, like everything, woof, Christianity has declined. It has not. 
it might be in your world, but somewhere else it has again expanded. The kingdom of the Lord never, never, ever declines or stands still. It always moves forward. Always, always. And number three is, um, is they are actually keys to the kingdom. And the, the, the keys of Jesus, all that, that recognizes him as the Messiah. Okay. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20 to 28. Okay. 1 Corinthians 15. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man, Jesus, also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterwards those who are Christ's at his coming. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God. So Christ is going to deliver the kingdom to God, the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. For he must first reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. For he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it is evident that he who put all things under him is accepted. That is the Father. Now, when all things are made subject to him, then all things under him, that God may be all in all. Keep that up. That God may be all in all. So if you read this um, scripture, it, it sometimes sounds a bit confusing. Yeah, Paul, he sometimes writes these long sentences like you don't always understand him. But the thing is, the, the, my main thing here is that we should know that we are living in a spiritual battle. That, that, that's it. We live in a spiritual battle. And the, the spiritual the warfare that we are in are against the enemy, darkness, the kingdom of darkness. And this, this enemy is very sleek and, and, and sly, and he does not want to be detected. So he tries everything to deceive us so that we don't recognize him or expose him. Because why? If he's exposed, he loses his power. So he's very secretive in, in what he does. And like, we don't always see the enemy. Like we 
fight against something that is invisible in, in to the human eye. And like I said, we, we sometimes don't see him. Sometimes we do. Uh, cold, but we can, we can sometimes we can smell him as well. Like old rotten eggs. That's how he smells like. So um, he comes with tactics that's covert because he doesn't want us to detect him. The only way that we 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 do recognize there's something happening is is when we when we look around at our, our circumstances. Say, for instance, um, if if you have a recurring thing in your in your um, the, 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 the family, like like for instance, your um, you constant a divorce, like your grandma and grandpa uh, they divorced your parents did um and it's like a whole like it happens five six generations and it's ha um, it's happening constantly constantly there's then you should know there's there's something there that's the the, the 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 enemy is is there so you should recognize he's working and then again once we we feel we're being attacked like with sickness and disease and divorce and abuses and things what do we do is we sometimes make it very personal like we think the enemy is attacking us like he's attacking you as individual you as individual but when you look at the bigger scheme of the things he's not attacking you per se what he wants is he wants to take back the authority to the kingdom that he lost when Jesus took it away from him and you are just in the way and he will do anything with you to get you out of the way but his main thing is is to get back that authority that he lost does that make sense it's not always about about him attacking you it's more you are in his way. Okay. And he tr tr tries to um, to win back this kingdom by de de deception. And he's... That's one thing that we, we, we can see is, is the, 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 the enemy is trying to, dis 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 to deceive us. If you look, for instance, at fake news... Fake news is trying to put to build a, a, a for us. How can I put this? It it, it tries to make us um, perceive things, perceive it. Then we sometimes make that as true as real, but it's only our perception. It's not always 
the perception. Um, it's not always not real. It's only what they influenced us to see. Does that make sense? So we tend to, to, to believe what we perceive as true, even if it's not always true. Um, yeah, so what, what we need to do on earth is to prepare the kingdom of God again and give it back to Jesus so that why he can pre prepare it again and give it back to his father. That's what it says in this, this piece. So this, 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 this whole bit, it, it might sound a bit confusing, but I will try to make it more um, simple as well. And in, in Matthew 4, verse 17, and it's not on the screen, um, John the, 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 the Baptist got imprisoned. And right after that, the Lord started with his actual ministry and he started to preach and, and, and he said, repent for the kingdom of God is near. So that's how he is near. It's at, at the same time he did that, when he began to preach that, that same time he began to call his disciples. And we can read Matthew 10 verse 1. And it says, so that's when he began to preach. And he also said then, and when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. It's just the first one for now. Oh, yeah, and, and then if we go to verse 6 and 7, sorry for that. Verse 6, then he said to them, But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, he sent out his disciples to, 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 to preach the same that he did. He said, repent because the kingdom is at hand. He said to his disciples, go and tell the people the kingdom is at hand. So, And we are here today to tell you the kingdom is at hand. Okay. So he commanded them also... Um, if you guys can remember Matthew 28, and it's it's uh, um, it, it's not left him, and that's all where he believers to go out to make disciples, to tell the people about who he is, to heal the sick, to to clean the lepers, to to raise the dead, but to let the the people know the kingdom is at hand. It's here. The big thing is to make disciples, to do the same thing. 
And who of us has someone in our lives now that we disciple? So it's not always about ourselves and lifting ourselves up. You have to disciple. It's a, 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 a command from God. Let's turn to Genesis 1. So I have to go a little bit back to the Old Testament as well to let you, you see where this all comes from. Genesis 1, and I'm going to skip a few, so you guys just need to be ready. Um, 1 verse 4, it says, And God saw the light that it was good. So he made the light and he, he said it was good. Verse, verse 10. Gathering together of the waters he called seas. And again, he saw it was good. Verse 12. So, and he made trees and fruits and everything. And again, he saw that it was good. Verse 18. See a pattern here. So you made the lights, and in the end, he said, It was good. You see this? And there's verse 21. So God created the sea and everything in it. And in the end, he saw that it was good. One more, verse 25. And God made the beasts, um, the beasts of the earth to its kind, da, 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 and in the end, he saw that it was good. It was good. So, so everything he made was good. So then he made man, it's you and me. Verse 31. Then, a God saw everything that he made, and indeed, it's now with us included, it was very good. So there was a change in, in, in how he saw creation when he made good. So when we came in, there was this... Uh, uh, I want to say there was a shift in in how he saw what he made. Like it was all good, good, good until he made us, and then it was very good. So, and I'm going to say a few things just to sort of summarize, because I'm trying to build up to something here. I hope it makes sense. Thank you, my wife here. So, God had all authority because He was and is forever. So, He took that and He made earth and all of creation. And then He made man and said to man, you now have the authority and you now have to subdue the earth. 
what does that mean to sub to, to, to do the earth? It means that he made the earth good, but it was a little bit rough around the edges. So sub the word sub do means you, you had to, to use a little bit of input to make it work. And to do that, you had to have authority to subdue the earth. It wasn't all just pretty roses and machrikis everywhere. One bit was, but not the rest. So um, he brought all the animals to Adam as well, and he asked him to name them all. So, and here's the thing, when you name something, you have authority over it. So he, all the, that, um, the animals, he said, okay, you, you look like a lion, you're a lion. You're Mr. Rhino, you're a giraffe, you're a snake. He had authority over everything. Marissa, can you come here quickly? Just to explain. So, um, th this represents God's authority. Now, he had it. He made the whole world. He made man. Whoa, man. Okay. <laughs> or is it wow, man? A woman, sorry. He made man. And then he said to man, and now you subdue the earth. Now it's all yours. You take the authority. You do it. So we're handing it over. So say for instance she is, is Adam. So his work was to, to replicate what was in the Garden of Eden, uh, of Eden and, 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 and speak things to throughout the whole earth. So he could actually speak things into, to, to, uh, into being. I mean, he could uh, walk and now, hey, I'm a little bit hungry. Apple tree, B. There's an apple tree. He munched it. Okay, that was not the apple tree from the bat. You know what I'm saying. It was just another apple tree. So he could speak things into, to, to, uh, into being. And everything would listen to him, would come forth because he had authority over it. Okay. Makes sense so far. So not long after that, here comes Uncle Nick. I call him Uncle Nick, but he's the devil. He came and he, yeah, he, he came and he, he came to, um, now I lost my words. He came to Adam and Eve, and, and he came to tell them a lie. He came to, to tempt them with, with, with um, lies about who they are. And, and he began just to say, hey, like you, if you eat from that tree, you will become like a god. And he just left it there, that thought. So what did Adam and Eve do? Like, hmm. I would, I would like to 
become a little bit more like God because you know he knows more than us a lot more he knows what's that word evil they talk about evil I don't know what evil is I want to know let's eat of that tree then we have knowledge and then we also know what it means and all those things from the tree so instantly they took this and boom they chuck it away all the way to the devil they threw away in that instance their authority so again the snake he didn't worry about Adam and Eve and their nice life in the white picket fence in, the, in Eden he didn't worry about that he wanted back the authority he wanted control over the kingdom of God that's what he was after. That what was what he was after. So once he took that, what happened then? For the next four thousand years, he ruled and he reigned. I think it was two from from Adam and Eve to Abram, and two from there to Jesus. For a thousand years. And in, those, um, in that time, the, the earth, it, um, it literally became a very, very, very dark place, like extremely dark. They say, um, the people that know a lot more than me, they they say that when Jesus arrived, he we know it was at most um, dark spot ever. So he came at that appointed time, so that he would be a light in the world. And I think you also said that earlier today, Marissa went. That, that we should become a light in the world, that we want to go to to where things are the darkest, so that we are a light to the world. So he came when the earth was at its darkest ever. Um, and, then, and then he arrived, and then... Um, Jesus got baptized and then he went to the, to the wilderness for 40 days. And after that, it says in the word in Luke, being filled with the Holy Spirit after his 40 day fast, the enemy came and tempted him again. Because he saw this guy is up to something he wants to take back. The authority, and I don't want him to to get it back. If we can read Luke five, verse Luke four, verse five and six, where it says, "Then the the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a a moment of time." And the the, the devil said to him, "All this." Authority. Oh, yeah, this next bit. 
for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever, whoever I, I wish. For this has been delivered to me. He didn't take it. It got delivered to him. So we actually, human beings, and if they delivered it to Satan, the enemy. So if you give it to something, to someone on your own accord, you give him uh, the authority over it. Just something interesting about this, that um, I think Satan was so deceived with himself as well that he didn't know that the individual there in front of him was actually the one who created everything, including him, the enemy. He didn't know who he was speaking to. Pretty stupid if you ask me. So, so when he asked the Lord, you know, um, if you want all the, the kingdoms of the world, what was his response? He said, no, you only worship God, the Lord your God. You will not bow to any man. And I think with that, the Lord led him know that he must control everything control the earth now so actually when Satan tried to um, to get rid of Jesus um, you know to, to, to keep that authority um, it back fired and he actually lost it. So, yeah. So the next bit is um, so well, what we well, what we should constantly remind us ourselves is that that we are in a spiritual battle, which means is that the spiritual world is the more r real one. The way we are now is only temporary. It's not as big as the spiritual world, and and um, and this the the the, the kingdom that that starts of, that that is at hand. It it starts within us. It starts within us, and it will flow outward. And you guys, it's it's not on here, but it's it says that in Luke seventeen verse twenty. That the, the the kingdom is it eternal and it starts inside of us. You like the Lord when he got when he got crucified. He had to first descend into hell, and he took the kingdom back, and then he is kingdom again. So it's from the inside to the outside, so we have to live it out. It's not always about just receiving, receiving, getting, getting. It starts within us, but then it flows out. Like he is, like he descended and he came out, ascended from us, from the inside 
it has to flow out. And that same spirit that went way down with the Lord into hell and raised him up again lives in you and me now. lives in you and me now. And what did Jesus do when he came out of the grave? Did he just say, this place sucks. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) Gone. No, he did not. Because he loves us. Um, He actually said, no, no. I'm not going to just leave. I'm going to come here. I'm going to give you guys back that authority. He could have left and just say, come on, circle. Enough is enough. But he did not. Because he loves us so much, he said, I'll give that back to you. That's why we have to rise up and rule again and take our authority in the name of Jesus. And that's why he also said that we should go out and make disciples. Are you making disciples? Make disciples in the name of the Father, Son, to do the same. Pray for them, heal them. It says in John 14 that, that with the help of the Holy Spirit, we will actually do greater things than Jesus. Uh, and that was his own words. Greater things. Are we seeing those things in our lives or not? If not, are we walking in that authority? If not, why not? Because that's what it says in his word. So if it's not happening, what are we missing? What are we missing? So what, what we have to do is, is to is to. To, to walk in that and to, and to begin to change the earth again. Because why? So that we can prepare it again for Jesus, so that he can give it back to the, 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 the Father. Because why? It says that, um, uh, where is that scripture? In 2 Corinthians 15, so that the Lord can be all in all again. Like everything is com- com- complete again. That's what we are called to do, to bring change in this world that leads to reconciliation with the, f- the Father. So, who has been called to bring the change? Christelle, you have been called to bring the change. Riley, you have been called to pray for people. The authority to bring the change, to pray for people. Osama, every one of you here, we all believers here, you have that authority to bring the change, to destroy the kingdom of darkness, to raise the dead, to pray for the sick, to drive out the demons, to pray for the lepers. Interesting thing here. So when I was re searching for where we can go do an outreach in Namibia. I saw that up north um, 
near Rundu area, there is actually a colony of lepers, a malatus, still, this day and age, still living, happening, a reality. And it says in scriptures, pray for the lepers. So that might be a good spot where we're going to start to, to pray for the lepers, to pray for healing, because why should that still be there? Cool. So, why is it not happening? Why, does, why do we not see these things? It, and it's actually a very simple answer. It's just, and it's, it's a hard one, but it's our, it, it has to do with our belief if we have that authority or not. No, and not worry about what is the, 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 the people around us think. So, and again, that's why in this church here, that's why we're going we're gonna to build that a, a, a culture of a church that prays for sick, prays for the dead, people that's prematurely dead, not for nine years already. Premature dead. We're going to do that, and we're going to see the dead raise, um, and we're going to invade the darkness, and we're going to worship with or without a band because worship destroys the enemy. It destroys the darkness. And that's why we are here, you know. Everything we do in church is because we want to destroy darkness. Luke 10 verse 19, I don't think it's on there, it says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So, God has equipped us so that we can do anything in the name of Jesus. He is looking for violent people. Oh dear. But he's a peaceful God. He said he's, he's not here to bring peace. He's looking for violent people. What does that mean? Matthew 11 verse 10. Warriors. And from the days of John the, the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the, the violent take it by force. What does that mean? It means that back in the day, they, the, the people were so hungry to experience the, 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 the kingdom, to, to, be, to come closer to, to, to God and to live there, that they, they, they stormed to John the Baptist, just that they can repent and come closer to, to, to um, the Lord and to receive whatever they could receive from the kingdom. So they stormed him. So this is figurative speech of the people's, their hunger, their eagerness. Like they were hungry for these things. It's not just something that they heard somewhere. They were hungry to get it themselves, to live that. 
so they storm the kingdom. So that's what this means, that we as believers get hungry enough that we become spiritually violent and storm heaven, storm the kingdom. This is what this means, and I've, I've, I've tried to make this um, simple, and I hope, I hope this message came through as not complicated, um, because it's, it's actually not. We, we sometimes make things harder than it is. The, the, the kingdom of the Lord is simple. We believe it, and then obey and do it. Simple as that. And if you're not hungry for it, you get hungry for it now. If, if you want to see the miracles, if you want to see the kingdom of the Lord manifest and show, if you want to see those things, get hungry for it. Get expectant for it. And um, just one last thing to, 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 to close off uh, before we pray. There's a, a, a quote by a guy named William Barclay. And he said, Jesus promised his disciples three things. Number one is they will be completely fearless. Well, we should also be fearless. Number two is they should be absurdly happy. Do I say that right? So what's that? They should be happy. Yeah? Happy. So they, 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 they're fearless and they're happy. And number th three is, and that's what I hope is us, that they'll be in constant trouble. So I hope we're constantly in trouble. Because why? Because we take a stand. We step out. And we do the things of God. We don't care about what the world say. Okay. Amen. Amen. So um, let's, be, 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 let's be, be, be fearless. Amen. And let's. Amen. Awesome. Um, let's pray. But I, I'm going to ask you guys to stand up while we pray. And you can lift your hands to the Lord. You can. You can stand, you can sit, it doesn't matter. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you for your love, God. Mm. We thank you, God, for an awesome day, Lord God. We, we thank you for who you are, Lord God. We thank you that you are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords, Lord God. You are the the, 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 the creator of all, Lord Jesus, that everything belongs to you, Lord God, because you have authority over everything. We thank you for that, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, that you will just come and sh show yourself to us, Lord God. We want to see you, Lord Jesus. We want to see you, Lord God. We just... We, we, we don't just want to, to speak about you, Lord God. We want to see you. We want to experience you. Let your kingdom come, Lord Jesus.
that you, as it is in heaven, let it be like this on earth, Lord Jesus. We loosen on earth what is loosened in heaven, Lord God. Let your glory come, Lord Jesus. Let your name be made great. Let your name be made great, Lord God. Lord, let us not hide away from who you are. Let us not hide away from who we are in you. Let us not hide away from your, your kingdom and your glory. But let us be hungry for it, hungry for it, Lord Jesus. And Lord God, I just want to come and declare radical faith over each and every one of us here. A radical faith, Lord God. And not just faith, but also the, 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 the boldness to live out that faith. A faith, Lord God, a, a, a boldness that gets us in trouble. Let us get in trouble for you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Let us storm the, your kingdom, Lord Jesus. Let us storm your kingdom to receive your blessings, Lord God. And not just that, Lord God, let us storm the kingdom of darkness to bring a light, to bring your light there, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Let us be a light in those dark places. And Lord God, let fire, Lord God, anoint us and anoint our hands that we can pray for the sick, Lord God, that everything we do with our hands, um, that it brings your kingdom to earth that with our hands heal the sick raise the dead cast out the demons thank you Holy Spirit and Lord God let us not just talk about this but let us step out in this lead us in that way Lord Jesus thank you for that God and I, I pray Lord that everything that we do with this that we do it in love because God ultimately you are love we thank you for that Jesus we thank you for that Jesus mm. Amen Amen